You're listening to Road Stories, www.innovationstudios.com, part of the Grassroots Music UK podcast. These are your daily bite-sized chunks. Jim in Benfleet says, Hi, Marcus. It's amazing to me how many musicians and singers end up involved in Amdram. Is it something that you have explored or is it something that you would be interested in? What's your opinion on this? Hello, Jim. Um, I've always fancied the idea. I think singers... um, we, we always think of ourselves, or at least people like myself, I always think that songs are like a four-minute little play that you sing or that you act out. So if you're singing a sad song, you're doing it with a, you know, you're trying to do it with as much sincerity and as much uh, sadness as you can get. Um, and I think, to be fair, um, you know, if, if, you, if you see it like that, then... Amdram would be something that you might want to get involved in. I've always fancied the idea. I've been approached more than once by people who were in that industry and have said, you know, would you like to read for a part or something like that? And a few years ago, probably 10 years ago um, now, probably more than that, um, there was a local Amdram, um, I'm going to say club, but it's not a club. Uh, near me and they were they were auditioning and they were chatting and, and I happened to know one of the um, blokes that went guys that went and he, he said to me you'd make a perfect Bill Sykes they were looking to cast for Oliver and they needed somebody to play Bill Sykes and he said I reckon you could be pretty big because you're tall and menacing and uh, you know so I always fancied the idea of playing Bill Sykes you know bullseye come here I reckon I could probably do it and also singing as well in you know, from from my point of view, having travelled across the UK an awful lot, um, and being able to use the voice in certain ways, you know, to give a couple of examples, there's a vocal fry that is like an extra growl that sits underneath your real voice. So it kind of, although your real voice is there, it's got this um, kind of low one that sits on it. So that's quite good for um, you know. East End gangsters and stuff like that, you know, stuff that Phil Mitchell kind of thing. Um, but I think, you know, playing parts and accents and stuff like that. I was t- chatting to Cheryl about this last night, my my other half, and I said that accents are musical. Um, if you think of accents as being musical, they they kind of are. We we're quite monotone down here. We kind of just stay on one note. And that's it. I was up north, they're quite high, and I like it up nice and high up there. By the time you get to Bolton, it's so high. And then sort of Birmingham sort of just stays where it is, where it is, sort of sits in the middle there. Um, and Manchester will sort of sit there, man, and it just got just just go right up for no reason at all. Just just find a higher note and sort of stay up there for a while and then sort of drop down again, you know. And, and it's really strange. Uh, and I think a lot of people that, that um, play music, of course, to a certain level, travel the UK, and in some cases Europe, but, mo- you know, the, the UK. Uh, travel the UK and kind of get used to uh, travelling and get used to the sound of accents. So when it comes to acting or playing parts or finding accents or, or uh, um, playing up a bit or being a bit of a, bit of a diva, I think singers always fancied a job. I've always fancied a job, but I haven't got time to commit to it because of my music. I think if I was Roger Daltrey, where you could take two years off from The Who and and you wouldn't lose any popularity, but we were always working hard trying to get recognised, trying to get, you know, the next gig in the next town for the the next fee. 
but yeah, it's I know a few people that, that did it and ended up doing it. As a matter of fact, um, one of your namesakes, Jim, uh, Jim Wolf, who who was uh, has become a friend of mine, has uh, was a musician and is a great musician and a great songwriter, but has made a career out of Amdram because he just fell into it and decided he wanted to do it, and he's he's had a great career doing that. But he started off as a singer-songwriter and uh, was in bands and was part of the grassroots circuit in the sort of early 80s, um, probably slightly before. But he's, uh, yeah, he's an actor. I saw him recently in a, in a show um, at the Palace Theatre up in a Dixon um, studio. Um, and he was absolutely brilliant. And, and he's great at what he does. So, yeah, I think it's just you, you move in those circles and um, then musicals and stuff like that. It's still singing but you're able to express yourself maybe and play up a little bit more. But it's funny how many people fall into it. Ironically, um, doesn't seem to be so much the other way, although Cheryl is an example of it, of people who have been in Amdram then getting into singing and playing in the pubs or doing that sort of circuit. doesn't seem to go so much the other way, but um, I'm sure it does. It's just I haven't had as much of an experience of it. But uh, that's an interesting question, Jim, and I thank you for it. I'll be back tomorrow for another road story or at least another snippet of Bite Sized Chunk. Don't forget, five o'clock every single weeknight. Take care of yourselves. I'm out of here. Bye bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>